from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. Okay, welcome back. We're back with the inside pitch. It's been a while, but we're, get, uh, we're getting playoffs coming up here, softball and baseball and everything else. And uh, so we're looking forward to telling you a little bit about what we've seen. And it's been amidst the raindrops, a most challenging season. And, uh, but teams still seem to be getting it together. So uh, I'm here with Tom Haley, George Nostrin, our engineer. I'm Bob Fredette, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, what we've seen. Tom, what has impressed you so far about the, about the spring season? Well, I think there's been a lot of uh, a change. Uh, you think you've got it figured out, and and somebody else um, goes on a tear. And uh, well, for example, this week to do with the power rankings, I think in three of the four divisions, I've got new teams at number one. So uh, that that's one thing. And uh, you know, the big part of the story um, th- this spring, I think, is you already mentioned. We're living in a tropical rain uh, forest, and it seemed like early it was kind of hard to, to get a read on teams because nobody was in rhythm, nobody was playing. and uh, But now, you know, we're almost to the end, and most teams are going to get their 15 or 16 games in. Uh, some are not. Uh, but I think it's going to be a, uh, a great tournament, uh, probably in all the divisions. And around here, it's really exciting because we got Otter Valley baseball. Maybe I'll let you talk about that, but maybe as the favorite in Division Two baseball, certainly West Rutland is one of the favorites in D four softball. <laughs> um, maybe Proctor, who had a signature win recently over a real good Green Mountain team, and uh, I think uh, you know teams in this area, um, you know. They've, they've got a chance, you know, down our neighbors to the south. Springfield, certainly in softball, depending on the health of their star pitcher, Hannah Crosby, who's probably having an MRI as we speak. Uh, if she's a go, they got to be a real favorite, along with Mount Abe and D2 softball. And, and, and on and on we go. And uh, so, you know, I, I know you're excited about OV baseball and in our area they might be the the reddest of the red hot favorites well among among the the teams that we see uh, Otter Valley has been very consistent this year they're playing Fairhaven in a two-game set we've been looking forward to that all season long since the first one got postponed now they're playing uh Wednesday and Friday this week here. So it's, it's going to be a not only is there a, a lot at stake as far as pride is concerned but uh, Fairhaven is trying to hang on to that two spot, right? And uh, I, I think, I think if they win, a game, they might not even have to win a game. But I'm, I'm thinking that they probably want to win at least one more, a to nail it down, b to prove to themselves we can beat Outer Valley. I think that's, a, that's, I mean, that's a that's a big, that's a that's a big deal because that's a big deal. you know, yeah. yeah, they haven't lost, they haven't lost much, and they haven't lost. At all in D two Outer right. Valley, so and, and they're three and one against Division one teams. So, right, 
Uh, that's that's a and you know we're looking for out obviously that one day you're going to see Josh Beyond pitching for Otter Valley another day you're going to see uh, Aubrey Ramey pitching for Fairhaven so you're going to get the very best I mean these yeah. teams have been Fairhaven has been off since last week Otter Valley played its game at BF last night so they got a couple of days off to get everybody rested up and you know rejuvenated and uh, I think that's you're going to see some really really good games and I think there're going to be a lot of people out to watch these games here this is Eric Ramey, head softball coach at Castleton University, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. But I want I want to harken back to something that you mentioned because it's it just goes to show how much difference one person can make. Yes. For a ball club, uh, Hannah Crosby uh, potentially uh, struggling for fair for uh, Springfield. Will she be in? Will she not be in? Right. Makes a huge difference for them. Oh, it's everything. Uh, yeah. And and on the other on the other side. Joe Valeria was back with Proctor. He's back at shortstop now, so he's 100. percent yep. And what a huge difference that can make for them, uh, you know, in a division that they they're playing uh, Black River, and they've already they beaten played Black, Black River. River on on Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday, Black River's senior game, of course, that's going to be a big day in Ludlow because Black River has six really good seniors. That that group is the heart and soul of the team. Yeah. One reason. One reason that Jim O'Neill is is getting done after this year is I think he wants to go out with this group. Yeah. And uh, Black River's a, a definitely one of the favorites in D4 baseball, but I think you can put Proctor with them now that uh, Joe Valerio is back. Uh, two such important positions, pitcher and shortstop. And uh, that game Saturday is going to tell a lot, I think. It's a telling game. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, and the thing is that uh, although they're, they know that there's a long road ahead of them, you know, for the for the playoffs, um, they're they're two teams that quite likely, looking at the way Division Four is shook out this year, could very well wind up in the finals. So right. this will probably not be the last hurrah for the two of those teams. So uh, so that's going to be a, a really huge. It's a telling game, you know, but nothing is carved in stone, you know, just out of one game. Now, so. now let me ask you about D two baseball. We've talked a lot about Otter Valley and Fairhaven. That pupil pupil student matchup that we had yesterday, Mike Howe against against Bob Lockerbie. Is BF a sleeper? Because they got down six nothing and didn't play well yesterday against Bellis Falls. Uh, as Bob Lockerbie said, they made three physical errors and one big mental error before BF got their first hit. BF got the jump, 6 nothing. The final was 6-4. to four. I think BF has a good pitcher in, uh, in, in Jack Brown, but I think Grady Lockerbie yesterday pitched even better. We, I mean, we got, we got Otter Valley and Fairhaven, but is BF a sleeper? I you know I I haven't seen BF play this year. Yeah, I've talked to Bob Lockerbie a few times, and the thing about it is, is that they're they're a team that they they do make some mistakes. Right. They don't hit all that well. It's can you flip the switch? I mean, the thing is, if you can flip the switch, I mean, it's it's not usually one of those things. If you have if you've been consistently a, not a, a so-so offensive team all right. year long, I can see a game in the playoffs where it all comes alive, but it's hard to see four. Right. It really is yeah. hard to see four. Yeah. So. So I guess the question is not not can they win it? Can they make a little noise? Yeah, well and, well, you know, the thing is, I mean, if that, that one game, if that one game happens to be against Fairhaven 
or Outer Valley, right. and they pull the upset. Well, that changes everything. It does, absolutely, absolutely. Because you could say you don't see them winning four, but as you, as we both know, if you win one against a higher seeded team, all of a sudden you're not happy just with that. You want more, and uh, but but you talk about hitting Otter Valley. I mean, if they get 18 hits in a game, yeah. But if they only get six or seven, probably 10 of their outs are hit hard. I mean, they hit the ball yeah, they hard. Do. They do. One through nine, they hit it hard. Yeah. Hello, this is Jack Healy. Hello, my name is Kate Catman. This is Chris Hughes. This is Jason Behenna. This is Paul Copo. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Fredette and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. Yeah, they, you know, it reminds me, and I, I, I've written this, it reminds me of the Tim Mitchell team that they had back in uh, the 13, I think it was, or yep. whatever. That it, they look like men playing the game. Right. And they've got a, a group of seven seniors, all of them start, and it has the same look. I don't, I'm not sure if it's as good as that last team, but because uh, that last team had, had two outstanding pitchers. And, yep. two, they, and of course, uh, uh, Josh Beyond's an outstanding pitcher, but I don't think they've got a number two the way they used to have back a few years ago. Um, so I think that that's, um, that's a really good team that hits well. They don't need to hit all that much. Right. They don't make a lot of mistakes. And they got, and they I, got great pitching, obviously. Yes, they and do. And more than their ace. So they, go, they go a few deep. But that's, that's, that's a luxury a lot of high school teams do not have. They don't. They don't. They got it in CVU, yeah. but in not a lot of places, you know. Right. And that's really the, that's that's a huge thing. Like I said, one pitcher can take you a long way, you know. So, yep. and if you have two, you're you're pretty. We much call a, that the uh, the the Dave McGinn phenomenon. The, the Dave McGinn rule, <laughs> yeah. And there was one guy before him at Hartford who did it. I forget who it was, but oh, Billy Valu. Billy, no, it was before that. Oh, okay. Back in the '60s, I think. Oh, okay. Because McGinn did it in the in the late '70s. Yep. He won four games for Brattleboro, you know. So right. Uh, I think that I think that's a good rule myself. Yeah. I think it's a good rule. Yeah. It's, it saves kids' arms and everything. Yeah. And, and of course, it, that's the other thing we were talking about: pitching depth and pitch counts. Weather can change everything. Right, absolutely. And we've had enough of that this year that we know that at any moment the skies can open up. Yep. And all of a sudden it's not a great day to mow your lawn. So yep. uh, and we're looking out the window right now and it's getting overcast. And Tom Haley and I both have plans to go home and mow our lawns. I we do. I do not know if we'll be successful. We, I know but, I know that. Geez, well. I know that. What a tragedy that uh, would be. I, well, if it does, I mean, either way, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take advantage of getting my first look at West Street Market uh, Ah, the grand opening today. There so. you go. Yeah, big doings in Proctor here. Yeah, yeah, down by the tracks. So, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Proctor, um, you know, Division Four and pitching depth are, are not normally two things that go to, <laughs> go together. But, I mean, you got Valerio, you got Jacob May, and uh, you got Cam Richardson, and I know I'm forgetting somebody. But you could throw a few pitchers out there that can do the job. And of course, at Arlington, you're talking D four. That's a big deal that 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 Jack Lane was able to come back uh, yeah. this year because uh, you know he could beat anybody in that division. So D four baseball is is pretty intriguing and especially pretty intriguing in the South. Well, you know that's that's one of those things. It's one of those divisions where 
one victory, like by Arlington, can change the complexion of the entire division for the right. playoffs. Absolutely. So, and I think that that, and as a small division, there really aren't that many good teams in that division. Right. But the, the top three or four are good good baseball teams. They can all knock each other off. Yep. So uh, I'm looking at that. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be an exciting division. It's only ten teams in D4. And yeah. I wanted to make mention of that, how, how the way that uh, schools have consolidated and closed right. have made a big difference. In Division Three baseball, there are going to be 14 teams. In Division Four baseball, there are going to be 10 teams. In Division Three softball, there will be 12 teams. In Division Four softball, there will be 10 teams. But that'll change. Well, that'll change, yes. They're, they have that, that plan to make, uh, I forgot what the number is, the X number in D1, and then it's going to be equally distributed through two, three, and four. I think that's that's the plan on the – that's what's going to happen. Well, whether they make that plan to, to, to do away with Division Four, I think it'll be a better plan. Oh, really. I agree wholeheartedly. I think we are a Division Three state now. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the um, the coaches are, are the ones who are in their athletic director's ears, and they want the easiest path – to a state championship, they'd like to have six divisions just because <laughs> just because they want to win a state title. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can find the Inside Pitch on iTunes. But not all of them. I know Terry Farrell, the Green Mountain softball coach, said to me the other day, I think we should be a three-division state. So some of them can see beyond their their personal goals and uh, and see what's best for the for the overall for the for the state and, and the athletic landscape uh, but I, I I think because of the coaches it it might be hard to get it down to three divisions but I'm with you I think that's what should happen yeah well I well we'll see we will definitely see you know I I think that you know opening it up to three divisions is going to wind up putting a couple of maybe softer games. In, in everybody's division. Right. But I think that really in the long haul, the teams that are softer, I mean, you're playing better competition, it's going to make you better. Or at least right. it's going to make you strive right. to get better. So I, so I think that would be a, a really good – because a lot of these records really, uh, as, as great as some of these records these teams have had, it's, they're playing some very poor teams. And I've, right. seen, I've seen some really poor baseball this spring. And, right. You know, right. I, you can't hang it on the kids. I mean, they're baseball players or they're not. But I've seen some baseball teams that have not been very good at all. And that's, right. that does not help, you know, when you're taking a, you're taking a hammering every day. Yep. It doesn't make you want to come to the ballpark. It might drive kids away from the game. And I don't think we can afford to have that anymore going on in this state. Right. Now, what do you think about the new thing? We, we ran the story last week about the, the name change, of course, is no big deal, going from Marble Valley League to Southern Vermont League. But... The, the quantity is kind of unwieldy. A 24-team league, I mean, I, I'd like to see them do something, maybe get a little creative, draw a line, and, and have a Coolidge division, an Arthur division, or something like that, uh, and, and kind of, you know, I, I don't know, make it, give it some, some geographic uh, identity and to promote more rivalries where you play you know, the certain teams twice and maybe the only, other ones only once every other year. But, I mean, that 24-team league, that, that, that's pretty big. Yeah, I think maybe they may be going, well, like the old CVL did, go east and west. Right. And, uh, and right. the thing is that that'll, that'll cut down on travel, yep. for one thing. It's going to help schools' budgets to do that. 
and I think it would make it a little bit more, like you said, it wouldn't be so unwieldy. You know, you play play your division twice, yep. play out of the division once, something like that. You right. Know, and, I, and that way you're in touch with everybody. But I like I like that they're doing that. And, you know, oh, yeah. the, the old Southern Vermont League, I mean, it's really not that old. We, used, we had the old Southern Vermont League up, up at the time until we had to uh, – uh, when football only had four teams. I know. So Remember that old Southern Vermont League, but they had all the big schools, but even Otter Valley and West Rowland were in it at one time. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 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 That, that yeah. Was, so, so we still got the history. You know, we're, not, we're not really getting rid of nostalgia by, by ditching the Marble Valley League name. Uh, you know, the Southern Vermont League is fine, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the East-West idea, though. I think it'd be good. And uh, but give it a little pizzazz, not east-west. Uh, everybody's got an east-west. I like Coolidge and Arthur. Okay, well I like uh, <laughs> I like the Haley and Nostrand division. All right, so, so, <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Yeah. You know, I thought what I like about this. I mean, bringing teams like Rivendell into the fold. Right. I think I think that that a lot of a lot of schools could learn something from what uh, some of the bigger schools do. Like, well, for example, just Rotten High School basketball, they play almost every team in the NVAC. They do. Over the course of the season. They do. And it, it helps them. It helps them. It takes a lot of the mystique away from, uh, from uh, you know, the playoffs. What does this team got? What does this team look like? And it's really good for the fans, too. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, you, you, you talk about uh, how North, The North-South Challenge over here. We like that yeah, every year. Yeah, yeah, when you bring down Essex. Or Boys you, and or girls. Spalding. And, yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, it gives you a look at what's going on around the rest of the state. And we're such a tiny state, really. I mean, I think that that's something that we really should look at yep. you know, for, for all schools and all, uh, all sports. So, And you see it in a lot, but you don't see it in, in a lot of them also. So, yep. um, so I'm, I'm in favor of what they're doing as far as consolidating and bringing more schools in. I think that makes, I think that makes sense, and I, I just like the way it looks for the whole complexion of the sport. Hey, you, you brought up Rivendell. What about that result? Did that get your attention in baseball two to one over undefeated previously undefeated Green Mountain? That got my attention. Yeah, yeah, and you know the thing is, I mean, that's you know, and and and, and it's something you said earlier made that popped up in my brain also here, and we were talking about Division two softball. What about Otter Valley beating Mount Abraham? And then, and I know, and the, and and they swept the series from Fairhaven. They're 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 not a team I think can win it all. But they're a team I think can win a couple games in the tournament. Uh, you know, I know that's not a ringing endorsement, uh, but you know they've done better than I mean nine and four. They're nine and four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think you got to give uh, Tony Polino and Kelly Trail a lot of credit. Yes, you know? absolutely. They're, they're they're running the bases. They're 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 playing aggressively. They're doing stuff. They're they're putting pressure on the defense and. Uh, you know, and uh, Morgan Laporte is not going to blow anybody away, but she's not going to beat herself either. She's going to throw strikes, and yeah. uh, they play good defense. That's been the biggest thing is, is for the Otter Valley. They're, they're throwing strikes. I mean, we yep. talked about it how two years ago how it was a nightmare, you know, when Otter Valley would be walking 20 kids oh, a game or something. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And last year it got better, and now this year they're they're just um, more or less just going out and playing softball, yep. throwing strikes and feeling the ball. Yep. You know, and that's really a big thing. And, you know, you can't you – can't, Teams that don't have it together at this point are lost souls because you you can't go into the playoffs giving another team twenty six outs when you're going to get twenty one. Right, right. You know, that's going to kill you. Right, it's going to kill you. So I think you got to give a lot of credit to what they're doing in Otter Valley. You know, maybe it's a little bit of a culture change. 
you know, and, you know, and I see um, I see uh, Patty Camden around a lot, watching games and everything. Oh yeah, and, and she's taking them all in. But you know, with Patty out of there, there's maybe a new philosophy, and it's just something that's a little bit different. It gives the kids a little bit more to play for. Uh, a different idea of what they're playing for, and maybe they don't have the fear of teams that they used to get beaten up by anymore. Right. So, yep. I mean, you just you just never know. But they're, they're having a very successful season. They're going to be uh, right now. They're looking like a top four team. Right. Uh, which means yeah, they're they going to the quarterfinals, and that's they huge. They've, they've mean, got uh, they've got some tough games coming up, but uh, they could very well nail down a, a top four spot. And of course, as we know, top four is a big deal. You like to stay home as long as as long as you can. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a lot of what this uh, the Fairhaven Otter Valley Boys uh, season series is going to be about. Just keeping that keeping that top spot in the top uh, yes. two spots, I think, uh, because you want to stay on the boy. I tell you what, if you can play all your games at home and then go to Centennial Field, I mean, it's it makes a big difference when you're not traveling, particularly this time right. of year where there's so much going on at school between yep. proms and finals and ACTs and SATs. There's an awful lot on kids' plates right now. So yep, you know, so, so OV and Fairhaven baseball, a lot of bo- uh, playoff. Uh, Seating implications, and and so is Thursday's game at West Rutland with Proctor in town. Uh, West Rutland thumped Proctor pretty good in the first meeting, but since then, Proctor has really turned it around and has a signature win against a good D3 Green Mountain team yeah. and, and beat them convincingly 11-4, and Proctor really fields it well, too, and they hit through the lineup, and... Uh, I think Ellie Elman is going to make somebody a good college softball coach someplace. Uh, you know, she might even, from what I hear, she's only a junior, so a lot of time to sort out her options, but I wouldn't be shocked from one conversation I had. If she winds up close to home here playing for Eric Ramey at Castleton University. Yeah, but that's all, that's all to be sorted out over the next Many months. Yeah, well, that's you know, that could be worse places to play, you know. Oh, yeah. For sure, you know. They're, they've gotten their feet wet in the in the Little East and everything. And the other thing is you, you want to be able to still bring in bring in Vermont players. Right, you know, absolutely. And give them their identity state, that state way. State school. You know, and it, it Whether takes, they drop the state from their name or not, they're a state school. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can go argue that with President Skolfaro. I'm going I'm to stay out of it here, you know. I'm going to stay out of that. But uh, it's, uh, it's exciting. I know you're all excited about the playoffs and everything, and uh, next Monday we'll come out with the pairings and we'll be able to give you a much more comprehensive picture. Next Monday I also want to give you a head up, heads up uh, that uh, we will have a guest, possibly a two. A guest or two, yeah. We're hoping to get a softball coach and a baseball coach in here, and uh, we will have pairings by that time. They'll come out about 10 o'clock in the morning, and we'll hustle to put things together and uh, and have have up have uh, some stuff ready for the, the coaches to talk about so looking forward to that you know uh, but it's 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 position week in baseball and softball so you know teams are going to be playing hard they got a lot to play for right now so let's not get too far ahead of ourselves right so okay that's going to wrap it up here for this week's uh, inside pitch we've been off for a while but now we're back we'll be back with you next week also um I'm Bob Fredette for Tom Haley, for George Nostrand. Thank you for listening in, and uh, we'll see you next week. This is the Inside Pitch. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.